we are experiencing something very similar to what we will be reading in today's passage. Loved ones, countless number of loved ones throughout the world are dying and not at their request. And the question was why and where is Jesus and where is God? We're looking at Second Peter chapter 3 verses 8 through 15, the first part in your revised standard in a devotional i'm calling the lord is not slow this is for the first day of december year of our lord 2020 welcome here now the word of god verse 8 <clears throat> but do not ignore this one fact beloved that with the lord one day is like a thousand years and a thousand years are like one day the lord is not slow about his promise as some think of slowness but is patient with you not wanting any to perish, but all to come to repentance. But the day of the Lord will come like a thief, and then the heavens will pass away with a loud noise, and the elements will be dissolved with fire, and the earth and everything that is done on it will be disclosed. Since all these things are to be dissolved in this way, what sort of persons ought you to be in leading lives of holiness and godliness? waiting for and hastening the coming of the day of God, because of which the heavens will be set ablaze and dissolved, and the elements will melt, melt with fire. But in accordance with his promise, we wait for new heavens and a new earth, where righteousness is at home. Therefore, beloved, while you are waiting for these things, strive to be found by him at peace, without spot or blemish, and regard the patience of our God as salvation." This is the word of God for the people of God. We say thanks be to God. Well, a happy Tuesday, dear Concafe family. Welcome to December, the last month of this most interesting and wretched year, 2020. I used to think, man, 2020 has got to be a clear year, a year of much vision and try to relate as much of, you know, what a 2020 vision is and, uh, <laughs> it's anything but but i wish for you dear friends a super blessing of god's health upon you and yours i had the privilege of speaking with mr powell lester who is now eating and regaining his sense of taste after spending some time in isolation as a result of this dreaded covid19 his wife bethel was able to rejoin him yesterday after she spent some days with family to be isolated away from powell but some family members now also have COVID-19 and her returning to Powell's side just coincided with his complete recovery or that point, as well as her needing to be isolated from family members who now have it. So I ask for prayers, fervent prayers for the Lester and Morgan families that God's healing and deliverance for COVID-19 leave them. And I pray the same for any and all who are suffering that. A dear sister, the Reverend Pamela Dykow, she's senior pastor of First United Methodist Church, Corpus Christi, is also slowly recovering from this dreaded virus. She's on the mend, but she had the version that not many people want. It's not uh, fatal in her case, thank God, but boy, it's been hard from her descriptive uh, text that she shared with me as well as posts on social media, and I pray for Pamela and her recovery. 
Friends, we're seeing the numbers rise as what's being called the third wave of this virus continues to plague not only our nation, but our world. I ask that we be kind and loving people and helping not spread the distance. Please wear a mask, wash your hands, and keep a safe social distance from others. Use antibacterial hand soaps often and pray for one another. Pray for the vaccines that they truly do what they need to do and that we would not be reluctant to get them once they are approved. Well, if anything, this passage talks about time and time being precious. I had a precious time on Sunday, this past Sunday, uh, as what was <clears throat> first the sad goodbye to my wife Nellie as she's on grandma duty in Houston as I speak. I had to drop her off in Columbus and our daughter Caitlin picked her up. We were also carrying our grandson Liam who was dropped off in Seguin from his Thanksgiving holiday with his father and family. And from Columbus he was to ride with mom to their home. I suspected Liam wanted more time with his Aunt Carly and heard a whisper of something to that effect. At the appointed time, we met Caitlin and baby Eli at the Whataburger there in Columbus. We said our goodbyes. Liam's request to return home with me was denied, so I started west on I-10, and as soon as I was on the freeway, my phone rang, and it was my darling wife, Nellie, informing me that Liam wanted to go home with me. I said, perfect timing. I'm nearing Highway 71, which is the first exit. I will exit there and make my way back. Time was not important. As spending time with any of my grandchildren is very precious to me. Soon he and I were on our way home. Then Liam surprised me by asking a question I never expected. Grandpa, what have been some of your greatest accomplishments? Wow, <laughs> where is this coming from? So I shared with Liam about my faith story, my call story, and how among the greatest accomplishments were meeting and marrying his grandmother, having four wonderful daughters and now six wonderful and precious grandchildren. Time flew as he and I made our way home. So engrossed was Grandpa in this dialogue with uh, our oldest grandson, I didn't notice we didn't have enough fuel to make it all the way to our home. <laughs> I began to silently pray and to remember what I had read about how many miles really come after the countdown clock or whatever it's called gets to zero miles before empty. I believe I had read somewhere that my Toyota Tacoma, not known for its fuel efficiency, had something like 17 miles after the counter says zero. And it's interesting because previous cars would just count down to about five and then it's just like saying, you're on your own, bud. <laughs> we, we gave you five for sure and you want to risk it. Hey, you're on your own. Well, the one mile remaining, indicating that we had just a mile, came on as I exited on the Highway 90 exit off the interstate. That's the first exit off Interstate 10 into Seguin as you're heading towards San Antonio. I told Liam to pray as we nervously made it all the way to the HEB gas station. Gracias a Dios. <laughs> I laughed as I told Liam that my plan was to call his Aunt Carly and have her bring gas to us. But we did not have to. Thank God we were able to fill up the truck and make it on home. As Peter wrote this letter, he knew of the heartache and mourning that believers had in their hearts for those believers who had been killed because of their faith. They had been converted by the preaching of Paul and the twelve who preached the Christ who said he would come soon. 
You remember those uh, passages where Jesus said, some of you here will not see death or this generation will not taste death and I will return. But as the death count rose, the clamor rose as believers asked, well, where is he? What's the delay? And so Peter begins by naturally addressing what the psalmist had said and what is known as fact. With the Lord, one day is like a thousand years, and a thousand years are like one day. Now, honestly, friends, there's not much comfort in trying to fully understand time when loved ones are dying in violent ways. Peter has to say the Lord is not slow about his promise, as some think of slowness, but is patient with you not wanting any to perish, but all to come to repentance. For Peter, as well as for Paul, every moment we spend alive is a moment we should enjoy the presence of Christ. Especially for those of us who have strayed away from Christ or have not yet found ourselves in the place we know God would have us be. It's a time for repentance is basically what Peter is saying. It's what we should be knowing as well. There is a purpose, Peter declares, for the wait. We matter to God, and our right relationship with God matters most of all. As Jesus had foretold, the day of the Lord will come like a thief, and then the heavens will pass away with a loud noise, and the elements will be dissolved with fire, and the earth and everything that done on it will be disclosed. Uh-oh. We don't know the day nor the hour, but God does. And God will also know what evil we have been doing and trying to hide. That short ending of that quotation says, everything done on the earth will be disclosed, nothing hidden, no secrets anymore. As the time comes to an end, as we know it, so will our attempts to hide our evil and our sinfulness. We don't know the day nor the hour but God does, and God already knows what evil we have been doing and trying to hide. And this right after the dissolving of the elements. Peter says we should be living lives of holiness and godliness. This will quicken, this will hasten the Lord's coming. The result of this event will be the advent of the new heavens and the new earth where righteousness will live. Our task then is to strive to live a life where peace will be found in us and absent from us should be and will be sin and the marks of disobedience, which will also bring about our patience of the Lord Jesus, which we will soon realize is salvation. Think about that. Every moment we spend alive is an opportunity we have to be made right in Christ with God. That's called salvation. Let me say again, friends, the Lord is not slow. We are the ones who seem to be in a rush for all things, all the while complaining we have no time for anything. Precious is time for those who enjoy it with loved ones and love tasks related to God. Precious are the memories we make and the lives we touch while we are still alive. Have you ever stopped to count the smiles you have left on people? Have you counted the number of times you were regarded as being thoughtful and kind? Did you ever start stop to ask yourself, how many children have I blessed with faith and hope? Let's pray. Loving God, we know you know the day and the hour of when this will all be, but hasten our hearts to love 
and to righteousness. Yes, even in the midst of this terrible pandemic, may our lives reflect the hope and faith we have in you, and may our words and actions reflect the impact you have had on us. Lord, we pray for the end of this virus, along with other incurable diseases, and comfort for those who are facing them. And this we can only pray in Christ Jesus' name. Strong name. Amen. Have a great blessed <clears throat> have a great and blessed day in the Lord. Here's your assignment. Bring about the revival we talk about so much, but let it begin in your life and then impact another and then impact another and another and another. Thank you for tuning in. Receive my blessings of hope and love. I'm Pastor Adi Valverde. May the Lord bless you and keep you. Amen.